Rams. He'll take it to the house. It's blocked unbelievably. Wisconsin with a chance to pounce. Touchdown, Badgers. Unbelievable. Simply shocking. Stanton. Touchdown. It's time for the best after party in the state. This is the Wisconsin College Game Day post-game show. Crack open the Coors Light as we react. Badgers fall in week number two, 17-14 at home. To Washington State. Wow. We're with you until 8 o'clock. It's ESPN Wisconsin College Game Day, brewed by Coors Light, presented by Pella Windows and Doors of Wisconsin. I figured we'd be here with a very happy crowd at Tanner's in Middleton. The crowd is looking at me like they want me to shut up already, <laughs> and we just have begun. Uh, I'm Alex Strope with you. I usually say, hey, I hope you're having a wonderful Saturday evening. I imagine that's not the case if you're hanging out with us on ESPN Wisconsin College Game Day. I hope you're having a fine Saturday evening. I'm joined by former Badgers punter, NFL punter, Brad Nortman. Uh, Brad, that is a tough way to fall early, early, early on in the season. Tough, painful, frustrating. Yeah. How many words in the dictionary? We got we lots of out? synonyms for you. We do. We sure do. It's one of those that it, it rips your heart out because you're going to look back at that game and say we never should have had that loss. And credit Washington State. They they came to play. right? No I mean, they came into a hostile environment and they didn't flinch. They totally went for it. But Wisconsin flat in a lot of areas and um, just so many things that you can look at and say got to improve yeah you know it's disappointing brad because we saw graham mertz really i thought he really looked good early especially in the first half um but then it just got rough there was i mean the fourth quarter interception as he was hit while he was throwing to the defensive lineman from washington state that essentially sealed the game as they were in washington state's red zone uh that was the end of it i thought i thought mertz overall did play a pretty solid game but it's just not enough uh offensive firepower the defense looked fine. We'll get to that in a bit, uh, but not good enough, obviously, against this Washington State team as Wisconsin falls today at Camp Randall, a final of 17-14. to 14. I'm going to give you this number a million times throughout the program because you're going to put it in better words than either Brad or I could. The phone number is 844-770-3776. 844-770-3776. Your way in to ESPN Wisconsin College Game Day as we react to Wisconsin's Week 2 loss. They're 1-1. One one. Woof. They fall to Washington State this afternoon. A final again of 17 to 14 844 where, where are you at you want chris fired you want mertz benched wool how are you feeling after wisconsin's non-conference loss we thought this team was going to be three and l rolling into ohio state on a mission and now they're going to be hosting new mexico state on a mission because they want to be over 500 just three weeks in brutal 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 way uh, to fall here in week number two for the Wisconsin Badgers, Brad. Uh, I'm going to shut up for a second. I need the former Badger to tell me how he's feeling. I'm feeling pretty subdued and defeated, to be <laughs> yeah, quite honest. Too. I think it's all what the, all the players in the locker room are feeling. We, I know that feeling. They walked into the locker room. It is dead quiet. Yeah. I mean, they're looking at one another. If they're not looking at one another, eyes are down on the floor. And you're just going through it right now. You're looking at it and saying, like, what could I have done different? What more could I have done? And, you know, it's easy. You don't want to say it's easy to look past a team like Washington State because they're a Power 5 team. They're Pac-12. They are respected. They're known. Um, it's just one of those things where it's it's easy to not believe that this team is going to give you a, a full fight. You're at Camp Randall. It's – you're – there's no words, Alex. That's that's really what yeah. it comes down to. It's going to be a, a hard day tomorrow in the film room. It's going to be a hard night tonight for those guys. And I just know we're going to be in November looking back at this and saying, you know what, if we were just a little bit more dialed in, if we just did a little bit more, if we didn't, 
I know we're going to talk about this a little bit, and I actually want to say that the the team looked past this game, but it's the same thing I was saying in pregame that these these teams are sneaky. You just don't think, you know what? They can't they they can't play our brand of football. Yeah. They can't they can't be physical like us. They don't know what Big Ten football is like. And then shoot, they come in here. You forget that they got talent too. That they they have a recruiting class. They put in all the work in the off season. They've game planned against you. That's one of the things too. Not only. Do I feel like they just came to play? I feel like they had a good game plan against us. Yeah. They were stacking the box, yeah. uh, making Mertz throw, which the irony is this is one of his better games in his career, right? He made some really good throws. Um, the connection to Cundiff is really starting to grow. Um, some great throws to DK, down the field. He had more confidence, but just seemed like every other area of the team was pretty flat. Not awful, yeah. just flat. Not good enough to win. I think flat's a good word, Brad. I, I, I think that, that sums it up pretty well, in fact. Um, all right, so I want to I want to go through everything you just said. So the connection with Cundiff was very alive in the first half, right? Mm-hmm. The two touchdown passes to Clay Cundiff, the tight end, like yeah, good signs, right? And and we were talking as we're sitting here at Tanner's and Middleton when we watched that second touchdown pass to Cundiff. I looked at you and I said, it's good to see a tight end involved, right? Yep. Because after Jake Ferguson obviously declared for the National Football League now with the Dallas Cowboys, he. He, he was such a big part of this Wisconsin offense, so it's good to see, you know, Clay Cundiff at least filling that role to his potential. Um, now, I don't know what happened in the second half, right? Like, the first half, it felt like it was all Wisconsin, both defensively and offensively. And then the second half, it just got away from him. And, and Washington State began to – I called this the Nakia Watson revenge game in the oh. pregame show. I said that as a complete joke, Brad. I was trying to be funny. You had a smile on your face saying it. We're not smiling anymore. Because it was the Nakia Watson revenge game. He scored as many points as the Badgers did. It, that's exactly right. That's exactly right. He looked like a man that was determined, and it looked like a team around him that was ready to help on this revenge journey. Um, you know, that. Yeah, yes, it's good to see Graham step into it and, and Cundiff, that connection growing. I felt like, you know, Washington State had that first touchdown little bit of a shell shock. I think Wisconsin regrouped. And they said, okay, that was cute. Like, let's go respond now. Yep. They came right, right, down, right down the field. They, um, you know, they scored. Running game. Graham started to get into a rhythm. 14-7 at half. I was thinking my pregame prediction. Looking of, pretty good. Okay, you know, we're going to be pretty tight. But what's going to happen is it's going to separate. Yep. Wisconsin's physicality and just the, the, the better talent on the field will increase that lead. And it won't be close in the end. In the end, it was close and not even the way we want it to be. I just, I feel like Washington State came out with a really strong game plan. We looked like it would just happen. Like, we just expected it to happen. And it did not come together. A couple costly turnovers. A couple costly um, field goals that were blocked or missed. Just things that you look back at and say, you know the good teams in college football? Can't have that and win. No, they absolutely cannot. Uh, Wisconsin outscored 10 points to zero in the second half. All 14 of Wisconsin's points came in the first half. Uh, At home, that's unacceptable regardless of the opponent, whether it's Ohio State or Northwestern. I know both of those are road games this year, but no matter who it is coming into Camp Randall, you can't go scoreless in the second half, especially when you're playing a Power 5 team like you did this week against Washington State as the Badgers fall 17-14. to It's ESPN Wisconsin College Game Day. Hanging out live with you here on ESPN Madison 100.5 FM. WTLX, Monona, Madison. And I'll be the first to admit it, Brad. I'll just say this. I was wrong. I was wrong all along for multiple weeks now. I've been asking for a Graham Mertz game where they just cut him loose. They let him throw the ball. And he did that today. He threw 31 passes. But the stat I keep, I, I imagine our listeners are so annoyed by the stat I keep bringing up, but the stat curse continues. Now 0-7, Graham Mertz is. In games he throws 30 or more passes. He's 15-1, and 16-1 rather. In games he throws under 30 passes. I wanted a game where Graham Mertz threw 30 passes against a lesser opponent because I thought he could prove, yeah, I don't stink. I'm actually a pretty good college quarterback, which we'll get to in a minute, but I do think Graham Mertz showed that today. The the interception was a bad throw, a bad decision. Probably should have just taken the sack. Uh, But it was, I mean, it was the final nail, essentially, in the coffin. For the Badgers, they fall 17 to 14. 844-770-3776 is the phone number. 844-770-3776. That's the old National Bank 
talking text line. Get old with Old National Bank. Would love to hear from you. Where are you at? How are you feeling? Call in and bucket dump. Just give us your true feelings on this Wisconsin brutal loss to Washington State. Now, it wasn't a blowout. You didn't get blown out at home, but you certainly looked flat was the word Brad used. I like that word choice. In the second half, you score zero points to ultimately lose, fall to one-on-one, just two weeks out from Ohio State. This is a team, Brad, where we thought, yeah, these first three games, they're going to breeze through them. They're going to be 3-0. They're going to roll you know, they're going to roll into the horseshoe in Columbus, Ohio, take on Ohio State, probably lose that game, but they're 3-1 and one, going into Big Ten play, and you're probably in decent shape. But now we're at a point where, okay, you might be 2-1, and one, you might be 1-2, and two, rolling into Ohio State. This is just a blow to the confidence. It's a blow to the offense's progression. It's a, it's a blow to the defense's progression, who we keep mentioning. Six brand-new starters from a year ago for this Wisconsin defense. It looked that way here in week two, which is unfortunate because after last year, or last week rather, they shut out Illinois State. Mm -hmm. They allow zero points. They're riding high. They think, oh, yeah, this transition is going to be easier than expected. And then they lose to Washington State at home in week two. I mean, how do you even process this loss? It's it's so frustrating, right? Because a year ago, Brad, you opened with Penn State. You understand that loss a little bit. It's conference play. It's a good team, traditionally one of a, one of the best college football programs of all time. And you lose in week one. Okay, we get that. But a week two loss to Washington State, what are we doing? There is something to be said about expectations, right? Yeah. You walk into the season, and looking at it ahead of time, you're like, okay, Ohio State on the road, Michigan State on the road. Those are going to be hard games. We come out victorious if we get a win type of thing where, you know, the expectation is it's going to be a hard, hard-fought hard game, probably won't win those games. We look at the rest of the schedule and say 10-2, and two, very realistic. And this even happened when I was playing on the team, too. Classic Wisconsin, unfortunately, that you just drop games you shouldn't drop. And, and – the to their credit, Wisconsin's going to win games that are going to be upset, where maybe they do upset Michigan State or Ohio State. Yeah. But just what keeps us from the national conversation Here is, is games like this. Where, I mean, you know, yes, Alabama had a close game today, but the Alabamas, the Georgias, the teams that are really serious in title contention, they beat this team by 30, right? Yeah. And, and it, it, it keeps us from entering that highest tranche of college football. And, you know, it just... You look at it, and, and you it, it was a team loss, right? If I can say it that way. You, most of the times we could look at it in years past and say, you know what, the defense, they played their tail off, right? The running backs are doing their thing. We can put this squarely on the quarterback. We can put this squarely on the offensive line. Or we can put this squarely on the defense. It just seemed like across the board, just outplayed, didn't really feel like the scheme was our best matchup with Washington State. I, I, I can't even put it on a very specific position group, side of the ball. It just seemed like it was a collective loss, which which I think makes it harder, to be quite honest. I it's, tend it's, to agree. It's painful to watch Graham Mertz make the completions he did and look confident. and look. At, I feel like he would be one of the lowest on the list of why the problem of losing today. He, he held his own, at least to what our expectations are for him. But defense i expect a better play offensive line running the football i mean that's that rough if we cannot do that as a wisconsin football team this is going to happen right that was rough there was no push um they game planned against us they loaded the box yeah and we could not get the ball going he's brad norman i'm alex strofe with tsbn wisconsin college game day looking for your phone calls and your text messages as we continue to react to Wisconsin's 17-14 loss to Washington State at Camp Randall this afternoon. 844-770-3776 is your way in. We go to Texas, Fort Worth, Texas. Our guy Scott in Fort Worth on the line. And, Scott, I usually like to give you a big Scotty, but that doesn't feel right today. Doesn't feel right introducing you that way today. So I'll just say Scott in Fort Worth, go ahead, give us your take. Wisconsin Falls today. Yeah, yeah. Hey, thanks for taking my call. First of all, right, look. Hey, I, in years past, I have dogged Graham Mertz, but I thought he was solid today. I so yep. I can't get on to that. I'm glad that he's progressing. But I will say, at least for the last three years, or maybe every year, this team comes out flat, and that's Paul Chris' fault. And I, I'm, I am, I am, dude number one to get that dude out of Madison. 
I said it last year. The dude didn't deserve the job when he got it. He was uh, he was a chump stain at Pitt, and he's a chump stain here. The team's always coming out flat every damn year, and it's his fault. Guess the only reason why we're staying in games is Jim Leonard. Jim Leonard needs to be the head coach of this football team. I'm tired of this team coming out every season, losing games they shouldn't lose, looking flat on offense. And the defense is carrying this team for the last couple of years now. Now that we've got a bunch of you know new guys starting on, you know, I think they did a fairly decent job today considering they got new starters on that defense. But it's, it's the same thing every year. I don't know what Paul Christie's doing when he's recruiting. The offense is just pathetic, in my opinion, except for the running game every yeah. year. I'm so sick of Paul Chris. He is not a good football. He's a mediocre football coach. Please, God Almighty, somebody hire Jim Leonard. I hope they're listening. I hope McIntosh is listening to this. Dude, get Chris out of town before we go back to the 1980s. Jesus. Wow. Wow, Jesus, he says. Wow. Scott in Fort Strong. Worth bringing, bringing the juice. He wants Paul Christ out of here. He says, goodbye, adios, see ya, Paul Christ, does Scott in Fort Worth. Uh, I don't know that we're quite to that point, Scott. I get the point, and I know traditionally, and Scott, you've been a longtime supporter of this program. I know you've never agreed with Paul Christ, right? Like, Dude, I get it. I, I get the frustrations because – and the expectations have changed so rapidly. But, Brad, when you were playing at the University of Wisconsin, it was really when it started to get to that point where, yeah, we should be looked upon as one of the top ten teams in the nation. We should be looked at, uh, upon as a legitimate threat to win the national championship or be in the Rose Bowl or be in one of those New Year's Six games every single year. And I get those expectations. And that's why Scott is so frustrated today. You lose to Washington State in week two at Camp Randall. It's unacceptable. I'm not going to disagree with Scott on that. I will disagree in saying Paul Christ is a bum. I forget what what was the term he used. Was it? I don't. It was. It was a term. Chump stain. Chump stain. Chump stain. Chump stain. That's a first. Yeah, that's one I've never heard, Scott. But I will say, I get your I get your frustration. I understand your point. While I disagree with it, I think it's totally fair. Jim Leonard has proven himself as the best defensive coordinator in the nation year after year after year after year. So yeah, the guy's in line for an NFL or rather an NCAA head coaching job he was in, in the running for the Packers defensive coordinator job a few years back he was offered the job declined it because he's waiting for his head coaching opportunity and maybe that'll come sooner than later if Wisconsin continues to play the way they did today throughout the remainder of the 2022 season Wisconsin falls 17 to 14 Brad your takeaways your first experience hearing Scott from Fort Worth one of our all-time favorite callers, and one of all Chris Taters. Well, I can understand why he's a favorite caller because that brought a lot of a lot of energy. Um, I, yep. I can understand the frustration. I, I really can. Um, I, I think it's easy when you look at Paul Chris, right? In, in the in the landscape of college football today, it's full of personalities, right? Yep. It's either the toughness of Saban, it's the like outgoingness of you know like less miles of old, and um, most of these guys have a sense of personality, a presence, um, an energy level that helps them in recruiting. It helps them get their guys going. I think, as a fan, it's easy to look at Paul Chris and say the dude's got no energy, right? Um, you know, and and then when games like this, when the team looks flat. I can understand the conclusion of, well, hey, they're just feeding off of Chris. That's the problem, yeah. right? I wouldn't go as far as saying that. I'm a, I'm a Paul Chris fan. I'm just going to put it out there and say it. I love the man. Great man. Very good coach. Um, he's had success, and he's been one of the longest tenured coaches now at Wisconsin. So he has had success. He has proven himself. However, with that being said, I think it's too early to call for his head, of course. Um, he is very talented. He, he We can recruit to an extent. We I'm not sure will ever be in that top 15 type of recruiting. Yeah. The hard part remains, Jim Leonard is a dog. There is no question about that. Dog. He gets these guys playing hard. I, I mean, to see guys hit like that, to see just these guys running around the field and just the, the culture that he's built on defense. I played on some great Wisconsin teams. These defenses, these last several years, best defenses I've ever seen for Wisconsin. So they are I mean, nationally ranked every year. It's no surprise that he's getting you know NFL looks and NCAA looks. I, I, would, I would be concerned 
if you took a job elsewhere. I would just say that. I mean, we the strength of our team is defense. That's not usually Wisconsin's strength, right? Running the football, yeah. solid defense, and a capable quarterback, but it's usually running the football. We've had very good running backs for sure. However, the defense is what keeps us in games. It's what kept us in this game. Um, the, Jim Leonard is a very, very important piece of the Wisconsin football puzzle. And if we were to lose him, I would, I would be scared. Yeah, I'd be I concerned. Mean, it's, it's a straight downfall. I mean, yeah. he's, he's a huge reason this team has been so successful the last couple of years. Uh, so, Brad, you, you say more blame on the offense than the defense than in today's loss? I would. I, I'm not sure the defense played their best game. I think Washington State had a good game plan. And our team does not match up well against a fast a fast speed spread offense, right? They're getting the ball. They're making quick reads. They're making quick passes. We generally do better when it's more of a physical matchup. You can give the um, edge rush time to get quarterback and put pressure on the quarterback. And um, But, however, 17 points, three of those points coming off of a long kickoff return. So, you know, they, they definitely held their own for that. So put 14 points on them. 14 points, we should be able to score more than that, right? I mean, you score zero in the second half. That's that's more what I have an issue with than even 14 points overall. But nonetheless, we'll continue to dive into Wisconsin's 17-14 loss here on ESPN Wisconsin College. Game day live from Tanner's in Middleton. I'm Alex Strofe alongside Brad Nortman. ESPN Wisconsin College game day presented by Coors Light. When you need to refresh on game day, That'd be right now, as far as I'm aware. Uh, choose the beer that is as cold as the Rockies. Cold filtered, cold lagered, and cold packaged for peak refreshment. When the mountains are blue, you know what to do, and that is crush a Coors Light. 2022 Coors Brewing Company, Golden, Colorado. Celebrate responsibly. Must be 21 years or older to enjoy a refreshing Coors Light. 844-770-3776. That is the phone line. 844-770-ESPN is your way in to ESPN Wisconsin College Game Day. Would love to hear your thoughts on Wisconsin's loss today to Washington State. Brutal, brutal, brutal as bad as it gets as far as I'm concerned. We'll continue to take your reaction and give you ours. It's ESPN Wisconsin College Game Day presented by Coors Light and Pella Windows and Doors of Wisconsin. That's pitiful. I mean, it's absolutely pitiful to, to perform like that. Pitiful. Post-game reaction continues. That's Paul Chris' fault. And I, 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 am, I am due number one to get that dude out of Madison. I said it last year. The dude didn't deserve the job when he got it. He was, uh, he was a chump staying at Pitt. And he's a chump stain here. The team's always coming out flat. Scott in Fort Worth, Texas says, Paul Christ is a chump stain. <laughs> I don't know what the hell that means, but I understand his frustration. It's ESPN Wisconsin College game day. We're rolling on live from Tanners in Middleton. I'm Alex Strofe alongside Badger legend Brad Nortman. Uh, we want to hear from you, 844-770-3776. Your Badgers lost today as they fall to Washington State, a final of 17-14 to at Camp Randall Stadium. Brutal, brutal, brutal is all I can say. I, we, I saw we had a bunch of tweets on Twitter where you can also get us at ESPN Madison, at Alex underscore Strofe, at Brad Nortmanisms uh, is where you can find us on Twitter. If you want to react that way, we'll take those as well. Uh, but Badgers fall today. It is brutal uh, to pick us up. We've got a couple Mountain Dews that we're crushing right now because we are fueled by Mountain Dew. Try Mountain Dew Zero Sugar today. Mountain Dew Zero Sugars, all the Dew. Zero the sugar. Mountain Dew, a proud partner of the Wisconsin Badgers. Mountain Dew, do the do. Uh, okay, so let's go to Twitter, Brad. What do you say? Let's, uh, let's, let's get into it. the cesspool. Let's dive in. I'm just going to read them to you. For? I'll let you quickly react. Here we go. Gary on Twitter, poorly coached team, poor execution, too many penalties, no special teams, no offensive line, turnovers. The program is going backwards. The first several sentences I cannot argue with. Hard to take it a program-level theme direction from one game, but it is not promising. Scungillyman on Twitter. I don't know what that means. Chris needs to go. This team is antiquated and stale. 
I mean, those are some words right there. <laughs> I antiquated. don't even know what antiquated yeah. means. I think it's like, uh, like past, like too far in the past. Okay. Antique, something well, like that. that correct, me if I'm, correct me if I'm wrong, callers. But um, I, I just, it does look like sometimes the game's passing us by, right? You've got, like, you've got an offense like Washington State that's yeah. out and fast. And it just seems like we're trying to do the old way of doing things, which can be right, which can be doing it right, but we just need to... If, if we're going to own that identity, then we got to own it. If we're going to be people yep. that push people around, yep. then we got to push people Bingo. around. Bingo. Bingo. I mean, you nailed it right there, right? You know, if you're going to do it, then do it. Yep. And today, I mean, and I'll, I'll say again, I was wrong, right? Like, I wanted Mertz to be cut loose. I wanted to see what he was capable of against a lesser opponent, and he wasn't capable of enough, but I'm not going to put this loss on Graham Mertz. I'm not going to no. put this loss uh, on... I, I, there's not one individual this loss falls on other than maybe Paul Chris, but again, I wouldn't even go as far as to say, yeah, it's antiquated, it's stale, he's fired, or whatever. I, I, I can't get that far. I think it's one of the things that makes it hard, right? Because it's like, usually it almost brings peace when you can just, not for the person that the blame is laid on, but at least it brings clarity. I think you just look at this and say, what are the answers? I don't even know where to start. It yeah. seems like it's a, across the board. Now, Ben on Twitter, uh, actually a little bit more uh, positive than the rest of them, says more vertical passing than we've seen in the, in the past, which is good, but there's no creativity or variety to connect it. No misdirection or play action with Washington State packing the line. It's got to be fairly simple to call a defense against this Badger team, which, Brad, Brad, I'd be curious on your thoughts on that last segment, right? Like fairly easy to, to defensively scheme against the Badgers. What are your thoughts on that take? I would say he's exactly right. Okay. Um, it's, it's not a surprise what Wisconsin's trying to do. Establish the run game, push you around, open up the pass game downfield. We're not really relying on anything that looks like trickery. Nothing that looks like misdirection. Yeah. It's more of a, we can do what we do better than you. Try to stop us, good luck. And when they actually stop you, yeah. that's when it becomes a problem. Totally. So um, I remember the early days of Paul Chris. Remember we used to do those jet sweeps, you know, where they had the guy coming in motion, quick handoff, and then he's cutting we the We saw that already. early with Skylar Bell, but it wasn't a lot of that no, post-first quarter. No, I saw yeah. one or two of those, and then you build off of that with maybe a pitch the other direction. It just seems like... Um, it seemed like in the early days of Paul Christ, you would do something in quarter one to set something up for quarter three. I, I don't – it doesn't visibly look like that's happening. It just looks like run the ball, off tackle, dive, middle, play action to the – it's just – it's very vanilla is what it seems like. When in the past it looked like Paul Chris was operating on a totally different offensive scheme. It's completely frustrating. 844-770-3776. That's your way into ESPN Wisconsin College Game Day. Chris Orr, who is the Badgers Director of Player Development, will join us shortly as we're live from Tanners and Middleton. Uh, I imagine he's not going to be thrilled, Brad, as uh, neither you or I are, but uh, Chris, somebody who's still very heavily involved with the program, in the locker room, knows the guys. Uh, I'm really excited to hear his two cents on everything that went down today as the Badgers fall 17-14. to 14. Again, the phone number, 844-770-3776. Uh, that is the old National Bank talk and text line. We're with you until 8 o'clock tonight. We'd love to get your reaction on anything and everything related to today's Badgers loss. Um, it was uh, it was brutal. It was it was brutal. Uh, Ho-Chunk Gaming Madison, though, uh, although the Badgers not winners today is where winners are at Ho-Chunk Gaming Madison, and they're open all weekend long. So if you need to go there now, you can stay there until Monday morning on 2 o'clock the next time they close their doors. Full-service bar as well until 2 a.m. all night, all weekend long. Over $79 million have been won in over 34,000 jackpots at Ho-Chunk Gaming Madison just this year here in 2022 with over 1,300 available machines to play. Gaming Madison is the spot to be. 844-770-3776. I want to get into the theory of trap games, so we'll do that next. It's ESPN Wisconsin College Game Day, brewed by Coors Light and presented by Pella Windows and Doors of Wisconsin. You blew it! Post-game reaction continues next. This is ESPN Wisconsin College Game Day.
Yeah, it's ESPN Wisconsin College game day. Badgers fall today. Woof. 17-14 the final is Washington State victorious at Camp Randall Stadium in Madison this afternoon. The only positive of the Badgers losing today is the fact that Jake Dicker, the head coach of Washington State, is a UW-Stevens Point alum, just like yours truly. That's the only positive from the Badgers' loss today. I'm Alex Strofe, Brad Norton with me here. We're live from Tanners in Middleton on ESPN. Madison, it's ESPN Wisconsin College. Game day brewed by Coors Light, presented by Pella Windows and Doors of Wisconsin, and also brought to you by Iron Jock, which believes it's what's inside that matters. 99% of odor-causing bacteria or eliminated with the advanced performance gear and apparel that Iron Jock designed from the inside out using state-of-the-art technology. The Silver Ion technology is guaranteed to provide odor-fighting protection for as long as you own it. Love it or send it back, no questions asked. Use code ESPN20, that's ESPN20, the numbers, for 20% off your order on ironjock.com. That's code ESPN20 for 20% off at ironjoc.com. Iron Jock, it's what's inside that matters well we had scott and fourth fort worth texas call in a little bit earlier in the show essentially said yeah paul christ i'm out of here not ideal i understand the frustration don't necessarily agree with the point but brad we get to hear from the mouth of the horse paul christ meeting with the media after wisconsin's loss earlier this afternoon, I mean, about 30 minutes ago, that game went final. But Paul Christ, uh, just a second ago, talking about tonight's loss and maybe some of the things he could have done differently. You know, we did some things today that make it hard to uh, make it hard to win. And you know, I think we had, uh, I think we were double digits in in penalties. Uh, you know, certainly had a couple turnovers. You know, and I think. Uh, you know, I'm kicking myself for uh, you know going for it on fourth and three. You know, we got a third and one, and we get stopped right there. And, and uh, you know, I'd like to have that one back. That's head coach Paul Christ after Wisconsin's loss this afternoon to Washington State. Again, the final 17 to 14. He's kicking himself over a bad decision. Brad, is he being too hard on himself? Hard on hard on himself. Or is that justified? It was that the the uh, what's they say the straw that broke the camel's back? Is that what that fourth and three was? Well, you know, I, I think Paul Chris is just being a good man and a good coach. He's falling on the grenade for his team. Um, that's what a good coach will do. That he will he will look at himself first and not put the blame on anybody else. So I think that um, there's plenty of blame to go around. To be quite honest, yeah. And when you look at you know, I, I know everyone's trying to hammer Paul Christ right now, and look at that. The reality is, the thing that makes football beautiful and awesome, and it was such a rare sport, is that everybody plays a role in it, right? Everybody plays a role. So when you're looking at it and say, okay, well, coaches got to coach and prep and get guys dialed in, but players got to play too. Players got to play. It doesn't matter if you have stripped out potentially some creativity from the offense. If we're supposed to be the 19th best team in the country, we should beat an unranked Washington State Pac-12 opponent at home. That's just the reality, right? We should be able to run for, you know, Braylon Allen should be doing his thing running out there, and defense should be stifling. And if we are who Wisconsin prides itself to be, then we should be able to do things that collectively work together and everybody plays a role in it. So is there blame to put on Coach Chris? For sure. There's blame to put on everybody. That's the reality. So I think what Coach Chris is doing, he's looking at it and saying, okay, these are the things in my control. This is the thing, the pain points that I look back and say I could have done better. It's a sign of a good coach and a coach that respects and loves his players at at the bare minimum. I'm sure you put every other player in that program on the podium, and they're going to say, I should have done this better about my day. So well said. He's Brad Norman. I'm Alex Strofe here on ESPN Wisconsin College Game Day. How about this for a stat, Brad? This is the third Wisconsin loss in the last five years where they have been at least 17-point favorites going into the game. It's the third loss in five years as 17-point favorites. That's that's pretty staggering. That, yeah, that's I'm not going to lie. That's pretty. It goes to show that Wisconsin as a program has a hard time playing above their opponent. It's easy to play to the level of your opponent and keep these games close. We see that sometimes in Big Ten play, too. No Big Ten 
opponent is a pushover for sure. But there's games that you should handle pretty easily. And how many times do we go out there and play the Purdue's, the Northwesterns, the um, the Indianas of the world, and and we're like, goodness, this is a close game. Yeah, that was a close one type of thing. Totally. And you play enough close ones, and you're going to fall on the losing side of it. Yeah, no, that's a, that's a great point. I mean, you see it plenty. I mean, college football is so weird because the parody is so roller coastery, right? Like. There are really good teams. Uh, Alabama is a bad example because today they barely escape, escape Texas, who's an unranked team, mm-hmm. twenty to nineteen the final, right? But like Ohio State's, the Georgias, the Clemsons of the world, these are teams that are going to beat up. And you said this earlier, Brad. They beat Washington State by thirty points. No yeah. problem. No problem about it, especially if they're at home like Wisconsin was today. But yet Wisconsin trying something a little bit differently offensively. They're really letting Graham Mertz get loose a bit. Uh, you know, they still they didn't abandon the rush game by any means, but it really wasn't working for them. Mm-hmm. Uh, you just saw nothing about this Wisconsin offense, particularly, Brad, that made you go, oh, well, that was new, right? Like, Mertz had a few throws where you're like, yeah, he's better than he was a year ago, but he's not a new quarterback. Mm-hmm. You know, he, this isn't a new offense. It's, it's the same old, same old. And maybe to some of the tweets and texts and calls we've gotten so far into the program, maybe that's the issue is that we're doing the same thing year over year offensively, and it's not working. What's that phrase, Brad, when you do the same thing over and over again without changing it and you're not going to get a different result? That is the definition of insanity. Is this Wisconsin offense the definition of insanity? After a loss to Washington State like it was today, certainly feels like it might be the definition of insanity. I, I, I could ter- certainly understand that. And at a minimum, I think to keep on doing the same thing that we do do, which is trying to establish a strong, strong running game. Do-do. That's right. That's kind of a reflection <laughs> of the day, isn't it? Um, that, you know, it's just it, it, it's preventing us from being an annual top-tier team, right? I mean, there's just yeah. there's enough that is going against our – momentum going forward to try to be a team that can realistically talk about the college football playoff. And even when we expand the college football playoff, 8, 12, 16 teams, if we sneak in, do we really think that the program can operate in this way and be a, and be a contender? No. I, I, and I just think that, look, for the longest time, Wisconsin program, 70s, 80s, it was a joke, right? I mean, they, they weren't competitive. Um, that all changed with the Don, Barry Alvarez, coming in and doing right. his thing and as totally establishing a new a, a new culture, um, a new pace. That's right. And, you know, we've just kind of maintained that that area, right? The, the very best you could do. Yeah. Rose Bowl, maybe you're somewhere between four and eight. Most years you're hoping to get ten wins. And there's nothing wrong with that. There's nothing wrong with that. But you're going to have these same headaches if we're going to keep on going like that. And I say that as someone that played on the Wisconsin Absolutely. team. And, we, and, and we, we went through the same struggles and the same things. Yeah, no, I mean, you're spot on. I mean, it's the same thing it was 10 years ago than it is now. And even though there's different head coaches, uh, you know, 10 years ago when Brett Bielema was here, your head coach, it's still, it's still the same identity. And I get it, right? Like, if you have a great running back, and the Badgers do in Braylon Allen, they have some really good ones in Isaac Rendo and Ches Malusi, utilize them, right? Yes. And they did today. Uh, if you have a four-star quarterback who, you know, is the highest recruited quarterback in this university's history and he is in his third year as a starter utilize him and they did yeah it just wasn't enough today and that's the most frustrating part is because i've been asking for a graham mertz game in these first three weeks where he goes out and they cut him loose and they let him operate as a as a functional big 10 quarterback and he did that today and i thought he actually did did. a really nice job yes uh but it just wasn't enough which which is so confusing because I'm not going to be sitting here against Ohio State in two weeks and saying, yeah, it wasn't enough. I'm going to sit here and say, Ohio State was the better football team tonight. Yeah. And they are the better football team every week because they're just flat out the better football team. I don't feel that way about Washington State. No. I won't feel that way about Washington State. I will circle this game on the schedule the rest of the year and say, yeah, they blew it this week. That's right. right? This is a game they completely blew the opportunity to win as it should have been. I don't want to say an easy win. I don't know that there's such thing about that in college football, but it should have been an easy enough win, right? It should have been a game. It's your home field. It's a 2.30 kickoff. We talked about it in the pregame show, right? Madison completely buzzing. People were fired up for this game, and you, you stink, a second half especially. Zero points in the second half. 
You forced a turnover in the first half. You scored two touchdowns in the first half. Where in the world did that momentum go when you had the halftime speech from head coach Paul Crist? Where did it go? See, that's what I don't understand. The first half, it wasn't necessarily to plan, but I had some optimism. I said, okay, Graham is slinging it a little bit. The run game's a little bit right? stifled. They're, they're, they're controlling the box, and they're loading the box, but you know, defense is doing all right, and... Um, I, I felt like, okay, we're just going to start extending the lead here. We're going to be just fine. And I just am stunned how flat and lifeless the team came out. It's like it's like we played in a passive manner. We played not to lose. I You know, and I, I guess I'm even remembering now that Coach Chris had handed off the offensive play calling to Coach Ingram, yeah. the new offensive coordinator. It seemed like he didn't want to take a risk. It just seemed like we were just kind of like, take it easy. I'm not trying to be anything too flashy here. Let's just go with our bread and butter. And that maybe lack of, um, I want to say confidence, but maybe maybe a second game in, he's just not ready to call an aggressive game plan. I am thrilled, excited. Like, I am so excited, Brad, to see what this Wisconsin team comes out with next week against yeah. New Mexico State. It is such a lesser uh, opponent. And, you know, it's not a Power 5 school like Washington State is. It's a team you should beat the brakes off of. Yes. And now you add this chip to their shoulder. They lose at home against Washington State in the second week of the season. They might try some new things next year, next week, rather. But that's more a level of necessity rather than a level of opportunity. Right? That's right. If you're trying new things offensively with a brand-new offensive coordinator, as you just pointed out, yeah, that seems like a moment of opportunity. Yeah. You're, you're, you're kind of building in. I, I don't want to call it trap games uh, these first three weeks, but you're kind of building your way. You should be the better team. You're expected to be the better team against these first three opponents. You're building your way into that Big Ten schedule and obviously the big September 24th against Ohio State. But you, you didn't really mix it up, right? This is same old, same old Badgers offense, and it wasn't enough against Washington State. So what does that mean on September 24th, Brad, when you play Ohio State? If it wasn't enough against Washington State, what the heck is it going to be against Ohio State? It's going to have to be a massive wake-up. And maybe this is what it is. It is a massive wake-up call. And that's just the thing. With any given year going into college football, you don't really know what you got. Some of the best college teams I played on, we were almost unranked going into it. And the talent came out together and, um, you know, just – the right opportunities and ball goes the right way and um we're just way better than we think other times we are way too highly rated and we come out lay an egg end the season unranked i think that you are we're starting to see what the norm is for this team yep i think that there was even times against um illinois state where it's like yeah i know they held the the offense to no points and all that but Sometimes it seemed like, I feel like this should be a team we beat by like 45, 50, right? Like you just yeah. totally crush. And I just, I'm something will have to radically change going into Ohio State because they are full of athletes. They are full of confidence. We get, we'll talk about this in two weeks, but the Horseshoe, very hard place to play. I mean, it, it is an intimidating stadium. It is I tall. Imagine. They're loud. Um, they're just rolling. They're rolling there. And, you know, for Wisconsin... It's just one of those things where you look at and say, you know, what are our capabilities? What, what's our identity of a team this year, right? The team's changed so much. You've got a senior graduating class that leaves. New guys come in. We've said a bunch of times, all new starters on defense, you know, more than 50%. So you're looking to establish an identity of what that is because that changes each year. The, mega, the meta narrative of Wisconsin football, you know, tough run the football, uh, discipline, all those things, those stay the same. But there's like, there's like micro changes between teams each year, right? Who the leaders are and where your little strengths are and, and kind of how you build on each other. And we're figuring out who that team is right now. And I don't know if we have an answer right now. We don't. We have no idea. I mean, it seems like Bucky is often in an identity crisis, right? Almost every year, it seems, there's, there's some sort of question marks about who this team is. And I know we went through it last year. I, I know for a fact we went through it last year. In fact, last year I was sitting at this very table in this very chair at Tanner's and Middleton after the Army game. Mm. And while it was a game they won, and they won well, it was still, I don't know who this team is, mm -hmm. right? And, and here we are again a year later where I'm saying, I don't know what the heck 
this team is. He's Brad Norman. I'm Alex Strofe. It's ESPN Wisconsin College Game Day, brewed by Coors Light and presented by Pella Windows and Doors of Wisconsin. Your way into the show is 844-770-3776. Unless you're the producer of this program, then you can just crack your mic, which we haven't allowed Hunter Vaughn the space to do yet. One of the biggest uh, Badgers fans I know uh, as, as he... <laughs> I, I know he needs to rifle off some takes. So, Hunter, 60 seconds. Compact your take. Give me your takeaways from the Badgers' 17-14 to 14 loss this afternoon. I don't know what game the two of you were watching when it comes to this offense. They put up 401 yards, okay? They averaged seven yards a pass, four yards a run. They got 174 yards on the ground. That's Wisconsin football. They did way better in the passing yep. game than we expected. It was the 11 penalties for over 100 yards. That's what did it. This wasn't Ingram. This wasn't the play calling. It wasn't a lack of creativity. It was poorly disciplined football that lost them this game. It's tight ends hitting DBs in the back on a great run by Skylar Bell. That's what lost them this game. It had nothing to do with the coaches or this offense. Yeah, you nailed it. I mean that that is that's spot on, Hunter. It's uh, it's it's very very frustrating. I imagine a lot of you in the same ballpark as Hunter Vaughn there and Brad Nortman and, and I, Alex Strofe, are right there with you in terms of frustration. Eight four four seven seven zero thirty seven seventy six. This is a safe space. Let's let it out together. Let's cope together. Let's grind together. Let's cry together because this is as as frustrating as a loss as they come. Eight four four seven seven zero thirty seven seventy six is the phone number. Hit us up. We'll continue to react. We'll continue to break it down. And we've got some tweets in the game of the game rather to get into here in a second. We'll do that next as well as take your reaction. Eight four four seven seven We're live from Tanners in Middleton at ESPN Wisconsin College Game Day. Post-game reaction continues next. This is ESPN Wisconsin College Game Day. A lot of guys put, you know, not questioning effort and not questioning anything there. You, you know, I mean, the, I, I felt like guys were playing hard, but but we, uh, you gotta, you gotta make it to where you're playing the opponent and not not doing some things to hurt yourself. And so obviously we gotta be better and and can be better. College game day. Live from Tanners and Middleton, that's head coach Paul Christ on the loss. Uh, it is it is brutal, brutal loss. 17-14 to 14 is the Badgers fall to Washington State this afternoon, tonight. I guess I don't know how to explain what time of day it is because it ended at 6 o'clock. But nonetheless, Brad Norman, Alex Strope with you. Brad, I, um, I just don't have words, man. Like, for being on the radio, for talking about this, I am blown away they lost this game uh, because I, I was so confident, so confident. It'd be a 3-0 start. You go to the horseshoe, and, you know, whatever happens, happens there, right? If they lose by 40 points in the horseshoe, you're still coming on the radio after that game and saying, yeah, that's all right. That's they right. competed. They went in there. They did the best, right? That's probably expected. But beating these three teams first, Illinois State, Washington State, New Mexico State, it's expected. And it didn't happen that way. And that's why I'm so taken aback, I guess, by, yeah. by, by this loss. Because it was stagnant, right? Like the offense went totally stagnant in the second half. Had some good looks. Had some good plays. Um, and then Graham Mertz throws, throws a pick in the red zone on what ultimately likely would have been the game-winning drive. So it, it's frustrating. You know, it, it just seems like it's been a long time since we had true optimism, you know, in, in, as a program going into a season. Some of these earlier losses, you know, last year at Penn State. But, again, that's, that's understandable. Um, it's just it's hard to lose early and try to claw your way back. Even other Big Ten teams. I mean, recently, Iowa was top five, and, you know, they, they ended up yep. losing a little bit. But at least you gain that early season momentum, and you, you start to feel confident and put yourself in a position to at least be in the conversation. That's what's just so punishing about college football. Yeah, right? no, One, two losses – utterly punishing so that's what makes it sting even more because we had had optimism had you know hope for the season liked our team liked our chances still do honestly still do i still like our coaching staff i still like our players i'm definitely not in the camp of let's throw everything out 
bad games happen. It's like any given Saturday type of mentality, right? So we have upset teams just like we got upset today. So I don't think a major change is required at Wisconsin by any means. I still have a lot of faith in what's going on, but we need to dial it in in some areas, right? Penalties, turnovers, oh, special rough, teams. Yeah. There's a lot of areas where the good teams just don't do that. They don't do that. No, they don't. And uh, I, would go, I would go probably great teams don't do that. Good yeah. teams make mistakes. True. And I would say Wisconsin's still a good team. Yes, right? absolutely. Like, I still have confidence it's an eight-win at minimum team. Yeah. Probably, right? Like, the schedule's right in front of us here at Tanners and Middleton. So let's just run through it quick. New Mexico State, that's definitely a win, no doubt about it in my yep. mind. You go to Ohio State, you lose that. You come home against Illinois, the former head coach in Brett Bielema. Yeah, you win that. I think you win that. But Brett's going to be fired up. Your former head coach. That's right. We'll we'll talk about that in a couple weeks. I'm excited to hear your thoughts as a former player under him. Uh, Then you go to Northwestern, a place who's traditionally struggled. Tough place to play. It is, and you've played there. I mean, you would know a heck of a lot better than I would, but from every former Badger I know, they say that is one of the hardest places to play on the road. You would never expect it, but it is. Yeah, I I, I wouldn't expect it, but uh, that's how that shakes out. Then the following week, you go to Michigan State. We'll call that a loss. Purdue and Maryland at home back-to-back. Hope you win at least both of those, if not one and one. Then you go to Iowa. Then you go to Nebraska, and you wrap it up at home against Minnesota. It's a tough schedule in the Big Ten play. But hopefully this loss to Washington State opens your eyes and says, yeah, we're a lot better of a team than what we showed today. Because they are, right? Like, straight up, Brad, this is a better team than everything we saw today. That's exactly right. You know, and, and this might be a blessing in disguise where you, you wake up and realize, you know, we can't do the, the things we did today and expect yeah. to win, right? We can't, we can't have those penalties. We can't have turnovers. We can't get flat and stagnant and just expect to turn it on, right? I think that's the hard part is um, the stats might reflect that the team had some success, but it should result in points, right? I mean, the the best teams will finish drives. They'll finish plays. And um, we just didn't do that today. But maybe it's one of those things where it can dial you in and it can make you focus and that in the future you're doing things that can eliminate it. So then at the end of the year, those games really matter a lot. And I I expect this team to be ranked by the end of the year. I do. I expect expect eight to nine wins. And... um, I definitely expect them to be competitive against Ohio State, and I I don't know I think I think we got a good shot against Michigan State personally, but we can Ooh. get we can get that when we get there. However, I not all is lost for sure. Frustrating, painful, um, gut punch, and we all might overreact things. for these couple hours. Yeah, we're allowed to do that as fans. That's right. But it's but uh, it's, it is. Um, I think there is some hope, and I think you have to take hope out of it because I know what's going on in the locker rock room right now licking their wounds, quiet, frustrated, embarrassed. And they're going to come with some tenacity in the future weeks. I I believe that. Uh, We will be joined here just in a second by Chris Orr, former Badger, as well as part of their staff. Uh, Now we do have to take a break. But first, Metro Ford of Madison is Madison's trusted Ford dealer. Whether you need to purchase finance or service a new or pre-owned Ford, Madison Ford. Uh, Metro Ford of Madison is the place to go. Visit Metro Ford of Madison on the east side today and find this month's specials and browse their inventory at MetroFordofMadison.com. Badgers fall 17-14 to to Washington State tonight. We'll continue to react for another hour with you until 8 o'clock. And former Badger Chris Orr will join us next, talk about his insight and, and maybe some of the some of the stuff he saw uh, from a defensive aspect. We'll get into all that still coming up as we roll on. It's ESPN Wisconsin College Game Day, live from Tanners and Middleton. Post-game reaction continues next. This is ESPN Wisconsin College Game Day.